Welcome to another episode of On My Grown, the podcast. I'm your co-host, Rodney Boyd. I'm your co-host, Melanie Mitchell. And we have a uh, tantalizing episode. <laughs> <laughs> a quite interesting episode uh, coming up for y'all t- on this day. Um, please remember to live tweet, y'all. Please remember to live tweet um, using the hashtag OMGTP. Um, before we get into this week's episode, though, I want to read the reviews. We have three to read this week, so shout out to that. Okay, so our first one is from at Beyonce is my auntie. <laughs> hey, Chelsea girl. She said, first podcast experience. I wanted, I just wanted to say that I was never a big podcast listener before discovering your podcast. Your conversations sound just like the combos I have with my close friends, <clears throat> guest Hush, which I believe makes each episode an easy listen. Never a boring moment. Just know you're both doing phenomenal. Keep up the great work. P.S. Go Rattlers. Thank you, Chelsea. You know, Rattler to Rattler. Next, we have something from Alexis Chavers. Best podcast ever. This is my favorite podcast ever. As a student at a PWI, I don't always have the space to talk and discuss things like insecure, she's got to have it, and everyday Black millennial topics with friends. I love listening to the podcast because Melanie and Rodney really make me feel like I'm just sitting around conversing with friends. Thank you, Alexis. Next, we have um, from that girl, Andra. She has three fire emojis, which you know, always means great things. She said, been listening since day one, and this podcast is one of the highlights of my week. Mel and Rodney bring a fresh perspective on what it means to be a black millennial, and I love their transparency. Keep up the great work. So thank you guys so much for leaving um, reviews. Make sure you guys keep on doing that and live tweeting and leaving reviews on iTunes. I mean, on Apple Podcasts. So, yes. Next on the, you know, bullet points, we have a slight disclaimer for this episode. Adult conversation is about to take place. If you are in the presence of children or your parents <laughs> or anyone you would not want you to hear, you know, you would not want to know, you hear things like this, um, suggest you listen to it privately. Now, of course, we're always, as on my grown, you know, as 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 we're used to, we're, we're always going to keep it on the up and up. But we're just having an adult conversation because we're all, we are young adults. And so today's um, episode is a little more mature of the sexual nature. Yes. Yes, it is sexual. Um, I'm going to try to keep the cussing to a minimum, Um, a low roar of cussing. Um, It is going to be about sex. And this, okay, this episode is called, well, I had the vision of calling it the freak show, but it was inspired by She's Gotta Have It, you know, the whole trailer. She's not a freak. She's not a sex addict. She's a polyamorous, not whatever, whatever she said. You know what she said. It was like, uh, yeah polyamorous pansexual whatever but you know we just want to talk about people and their sexual fluidity and freedom and all of that so we have two people who are <laughs> two of my friends very hilarious we have a veteran back on the show uh, last time ronnie was painted in such a nice view but now we're getting to see the real ronnie with all his stories he has the most hilarious stories and then uh, my other friend janine we go way back um and she is Introduce yourself. Y'all, y'all can describe yourself better than I can. So, Ronnie, you can go first. How you doing? Um, my name is Ronnie. I am a five nine black male, no facial hair. Uh, you know, not a beard. Uh, I have like a little chin, like a little, like a little Bill Bellamy, like a little, the little bitty. You know what I'm saying? Okay, this is not. <laughs> we are not on black pen. Um, I enjoy eating fish. You know, that's really cool. 
I don't really know how to introduce myself. Um, I don't know if you want to say that on this episode. That might imply. Well, it, well hold on. Fish like salmon. 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 Thank you, Ryan. I appreciate that. One no, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't really know. Like, I guess. I don't know. Freaky? I don't really know. Gen- yeah, Janine. Okay. So you <laughs> Janine <laughs> Hello, I'm Janine. I'm five two female, <laughs> also no facial hair. Um, That's important. I don't you gotta, know. You gotta, you gotta like, say that these days. I don't know if I would describe myself as a freak, but you know, I'm a little liberated, I guess. Right, right, right. You don't like labels and all that stuff too. That's why I like having mm-hmm. you on the show. Oh, you know, it's not even about that. I feel like people misuse labels, mm-hmm. so. I don't really have a problem with them if they were accurate. Okay. So I feel like people misuse freak all the time. Right. Well, get get into it because that's our next, you know, that's what we're trying to get into. So tell me what you think these different words mean. Like the freak, the whole, uh, the sexual liberated or the polyamorous, all that. I feel like now they've all become synonymous. So, you know, people will say things like freak, hoe, bitch, slut, whatever, and they'll all mean the same thing. So, you know, I feel like it all depends on the context because I feel like some people say freak and they mean something positive, but more often than not, they don't, you know, they use it to like kind of put people down, I guess. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what y'all think. Like, okay, so I'm a, a male knows this. I really hate people who, it's not hate people, but I hate the misuse of words a lot of times and, um, Word freak is defined, and I guess in this tense, uh, this definition is a person, animal, or plant with an unusual physical abnormality. So when I think about freak, I think about something or someone that is abnormal from the norm. Um, and that usually comes from, you know, what we do as humans is like compare and contrast. So you really don't know what's freaky, quote unquote, until you look at social norms and compare it to it. You know, some things might be a little bit weird to other people. So when you say the word freak using as a person, you might say they might do something that unusual, you know what I'm saying? That's not really the social norm. But what is that? What is normal? You know what I'm saying? So that's my whole thing. But also how often are people using freak to talk about social norms like you know i feel like when people say freak they're almost always talking exclusively about sex well what, what, what i was know? saying about well, sex is like true. social norms in sexual nature or in sexual behavior like it might be sexually like normal or acceptable to do like certain positions like just very very you know basic simple positions then you get to abnormal ways where different sexual positions may happen and that's a little bit kinky. That's a little weird to some people, you know, within <laughs> right. that frame, you know? I've yeah. seen that on Twitter. It was like, um, kind about the Simone team. But anyway, but it was like, oh, yeah, you know she a freak if she do this. And it was like her putting her fingers in her mouth. I'm like, that's freaky? I thought that was, you know, it's a regular day at the office. Like, for some people, that's just normal stuff. But another person's like, oh, my God, you're <laughs> disgusting. Like, and with, of course, know. with Twitter, like you that. get to see every... Oh, go ahead. No, I'm listening. Well, I was just gonna say I, I I thank Ronnie for bringing up the uh, the definition of it because I when we were going into this conversation it didn't even dawn on me to look at it and when he brought that into the conversation it I get the use of the word freak when we're talking about you know people in the sexual nature because you know you know like um, <clears throat> you know in terms of you know just looking at she's got to have it 
here's Nola, you know, openly dating and having sex mm-hmm. with three men, you know, so some people call her a freak because, you know, socially it's not normal for a woman to do that. But it's normal for a man to do it. So nobody would blink twice if a man was doing it. I don't. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I got a, I got a reason for that later on. We can talk about that later on. I'm saying though, like, it's, I mean, it's real. It's definitely, I hate uh, double standards in any form, you know, whether it flatters the male or the female, but I just, it, right. some, it's some extent just in how we made, it makes sense, but it's still messed up that it's really the way it is. But it makes sense. I'm not justifying. I'm just saying why people would think that. We got a lot of pushback when we asked the questions last week on whether or not Nola was a hoe. And it was literally just a question because I had been seeing mixed, you know, answers from just people who have been watching the show. And people was acting like we were just so misogynic for asking. I'm like, misogynic, misogynistic for asking. And first off, I'm the first person to call a man a hoe. So it's, that's definitely not where I was coming from. But it's, it's literally up for interpretation. But hoe like, is like, if we being honest, like, how is life? Nola is single. She not out here trying to get married. She out here just getting hers. Who cares? You know, I feel like most of the times when somebody is being called the hoe, it's because somebody else is not minding their business. Like, if I want to get right. my business at a time, that's my business. You know, does that it make is. me a hoe? Because no. you want exactly. First of all, the word hoe that we use today is not the original definition of a hoe. A hoe is somebody that exchanges sexual favors for monetary gain. That's what hoe is. That's a term they used by pimps. It was a trick, right. a hoe, and a pimp. Basically, a another name for that. I don't know how that derived from the, the tool used from farming to break up ground. I don't know how that came from. You know what I'm saying? But, I don't, yeah, you know, exactly. Whore. Whore. Yeah. And then Harlot and all, you know, Harlot, whore, you know, ho. I think it's, well, you brought up a good, I never thought about that before. You know, Harlot is H-A. Harlot, then a whore, then a ho. <laughs> definitely it's from whore. I definitely think it's from whore. Yeah, not Harlot, not at all. Yeah, that makes, that makes, that makes, that makes way more sense phonetically, you know, phonetically, you know what I'm saying. But it's, yeah. I think, yeah, I think it's different factors that, like, to make someone actually a hoe, like, Hoe is when you out here irresponsible with somebody's husband, not being safe, or like just reckless. But if you just live your life and you ain't bothering nobody, ain't nobody getting hurt, maybe but you, go ahead. You so, know, so if somebody having so, sex with a married man that make them a hoe? I think that's like, like that's one of them whole bullet points for me. Like oh, that's what man. No, nah, that's that make you a moral a moral deviant. Like you don't morally like you don't care, but that don't necessarily make that act. A moral, I, I like that a moral deviant. I put it like that. Yeah, like you, you devoid of morals. You don't really care about how things might affect, you know, whether you would like that done to you or not. You know what I'm saying? But I don't really think certain actions that would make you a hoe, particularly maybe to that person that getting slept on it and you doing the damage. But well, of course, yeah, I don't really think that make you a hoe. So what does a hoe? Oh wait, I feel like we well, getting off the topic talking about hoeisms. So my bad. No, we good. We talking about vocabulary, so what these words mean and what you know the definition. Well, so so what's the hold on, I want okay. to ask you a question. Because uh, Janae, you brought up Janine. You know, if you Janine. wanted five dicks, Janine, I apologize. My apologies. Um, if you wanted five dicks at a time, you know that's your business. Uh huh. So. <laughs> And, and I, I and I know like I, the way I talk it, you know, I put it so formal. But um, 
<laughs> I don't um, think she means simultaneously. Like, no, you know, of three hours. Okay, yeah. I mean, it, within a week, you know, month, what, what have you. Okay. In order to, right, in order to not be a hoe, do you then just have to tell each of those individuals, like, hey, I'm fucking someone else? Just, you know, from a safety perspective, because maybe, you know, they're under the impression, like, okay, like, you know, we, you know, it's just us. You know, I'm, you know, I'm sure you're going to be safe, but maybe they, you know, for their safety, they want to know that you're also currently active with other men. Mm. Do you think that's a requirement to not be a hoe? Is is that responsibility of properly communicating? Uh, well, I don't think uh, whether or not you disclose who you're with makes you or doesn't make you a hoe. Like, I don't really think you, I don't really think hoe is a real thing for real. Like, if we're being 100% honest, I feel like a hoe is just like the made up something to, you know, <clears throat> demonize women. But uh, I think, are you asking me whether or not I should, I would tell everybody if I were sleeping with five people at the same time, like if I would let them all know? Or do I think that's important in like having safe sex? Because I feel like safe sex is when you're actively performing safe sex. Whether or not I tell all of my partners about each other doesn't make it any less or any safe. more safe. Right, right. I agree with that. Just because you, just because I might let three girls know I'm having sex with all of them in the particular name, that doesn't make it more safe. Like that, you know, me using right. contraception every time with every particular girl, that would make you safe. Because whether, yeah, whether I'm using contraceptives or not. And getting tested. I mean, I don't, the, like, the truth doesn't make it safe. You know what I'm saying? Like, that makes the other person aware if they want to continue with this or not. But if you're not asking no questions, you're not going to get no answers. Well, no, I'm saying, I'm not saying you got to release names. Like, you know, it's Big John down the street, his his cousin and all that. <laughs> not Big John. saying that, <laughs> hey, I just, <laughs> <laughs> Hey. <laughs> But just, you know, like, tell someone, like, hey, you know, just so you know, I'm, I'm like, currently sexually active with other people, you know, and, you know, if that's something they feel, hey, that's not the in, in the best, you know, maybe sleeping with you is not in the best interest of my safety, you know, you give them that, that option. And I guess I'm asking, like, to me, you know, like, to a degree, you know, my definition of a hoe is, is someone who's, you know, one, sexually promiscuous, and then um, irresponsible. So I'm asking, you know, so I was just asking in or, you know, at first I was, you know, you, you know, we, it's kind of come to light now that you don't really believe in the title of hoe and everything, but I was going to ask, does, you know, uh, someone who is responsible and, and, you know, communicative with their partners, are they then not a hoe because, you know, how, how, you know, they are, you know, taking it in a mature manner or is it, you know, just, Hey, if I want some dick, I want some dick. It is what it is. Uh, I'll, you go ahead, Janine, if you got it. No, go ahead. Personally, I don't believe wholeness doesn't come with wholeness. Like to be a hoe or to not be a hoe, that's a question, I guess. But where responsibility is concerned, I feel as though being responsible or not does not make you more or less a hoe. Like, like if you get in an accident, you're a bad driver. You know what I'm saying? And I guess if you get an STD, you basically a bad sex or whatever like that as far as precautions is concerned. But I don't necessarily think 
whether you get it or not. Like, I don't think safety is the reason that will make it a whole or not. Whole, basically, from your standpoint, might be coming from a moral issue. You feel like as far as the fabric, you're not supposed to be with more than one or two people. And if you are, you should be letting on. But just being honest doesn't make it even more hurtful. Like, I could tell a girl, look, I've been having sex with your cousin. Just because I told her, you know what I'm saying, that doesn't make it less, you know, comfortable just because I'm honest. So I don't think if you're honest with your sexual liberation with other people, I don't think that makes you less or more of a hoe. You know what I'm saying? True. But, you know. So I don't really feel like that with that. Go ahead, Janine. When it comes to hoe, you know, I'm like, what's in the name? Because it seems like the definition of hoe is always arbitrary. Mm -hmm. You know, it always depends on somebody's own personal feelings about what someone should or shouldn't be or how they should or shouldn't conduct themselves sexually. So it's like, I feel if you are telling everyone that you're sleeping with about each other, you're being responsible because, you know, as long as you're keeping safety as a priority, I think you're being responsible. But I definitely think we should like abandon hoe because I feel like it has so many different like meanings depending on who's talking in the context. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like everybody has a different definition of hoe. If you ask, if you go down the street and ask ten people what a hoe is, you gonna get ten different answers, and that's why it's such so, such a shaky term. <laughs> I mean, yeah, some people are like okay, that was some hoe shit. Like you just gotta call a hoe a hoe at some t- at some point because some things are like some universal hoe things. <laughs> okay. But some things like I, I mean, my thing, my my extreme hoe limit it's like okay a train is a hoe like you can't really excuse that one like oh she just want to have sex with seven niggas and on the mattress on the floor ain't nothing wrong with that like no that man that make her assert- that make somebody assertive that make her assertive you know what i'm saying she knows exactly. like, it might what? be just she won't have sex with three four because see i always fall back to like whoever coined the term hoe like pimp like sexual like Money is not being exchanged either way with this act. So I don't really say that's hoish. But if we're going to go with the term of how it's used today, I feel like, you know, I feel like it's overused. Like, who to say five dudes having sex with one girl is hoish. I'm not I, I'm not going to judge. I wouldn't, I'm a dude, I wouldn't partake in a room with four other dudes and one girl. That's a little creepy to me. That's what my, you know, that's what mine just, okay, I can't be a part of this. But... I don't know. It's hard. I guess, Mel. It, Ronnie, I have a question for you. Go ahead. Have you ever participated in a train? No. That's, that's where I draw the line. Really? First of all, I can't be in a room with other dudes while they naked and I'm waiting in the line. Like, that's, you know, I'm not. I'm <laughs> I've never. I, I don't I like waiting in line to stay in the club and I don't want to wait in line to go in a girl. I don't want to do that. Like, I'm going to think about the guy that was before me. Like, he doesn't, he, I'm, I'm a little bit more tidy with my, you know, my cleaning and stuff like that. He might be a little bit more disgusting. I see him not with his hands before he eats or after he takes a bathroom. So I just really can't follow this man up. Like, I can't. Like, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Even if I had to, I would have to go first. Like, we would all have to be out the room, and I would have to go in first. Other than that, I'm not going in at all. I need to be VIP treatment. Very important thing is, like, <laughs> moving in. Priority. I have a story. <laughs> I remember spring break. We had, okay, this movie was bumming. Like, we were just crashing people's places. And the dudes that were, we were staying with was running the train on the girl. And, like, wow. I guess we came, like, mid-train. Because, like, the nigga who was, like, 
who came was like, oh yeah, we just the train real quick. I went first because I'm that nigga, something like that. We was just like, oh, so what y'all just do? This is what niggas do in Panama. So it was just weird to me. I don't know if it's like a waiting area. Y'all just in the living room? Is it like ticketed? Do y'all pull straws to see which order y'all go in? That might have to be another story time on the podcast. So if you got, if you ran a train, we want to hear your story. Listening to this, but I've never participated in a train. But for what I know from train etiquette, <laughs> whoever brings the girl goes first. You know what I'm saying? If you bring a girl, if you got the relationship with the girl, he goes first. Now, in extreme cases where they she might know all y'all, it's whoever she like first. But you can't let as a partner, you can't let the homie that's a little sentimental that's gonna make love and shit. He can't go first. He need to go last. Cause he might try to save her. Like now, nah, y'all, now she doing the bird keep with her. Like, <laughs> what you doing here, girl? You don't. You better than this. Like, you better than this. Like he making love and shit. Like everybody else, you hear her head banging. Like you hear everything rough. All of a sudden, you hear Bobby night. You know, just come on out of nowhere. Like wait a minute, what's going on? So it's it's some etiquette rules I'm privy to. I just never really participated. Like. You can know the rules to the basketball okay. and not play. You feel me? Is it customary to bring music in a train? Personally, I would think yes to keep your mind away. Like trap music would be better. Anything devoid of like sexual, like of like like um, what's that word? Passion, emotions. Yeah, like you can't have passion in this. You're not gonna play this world with mine. That's not gonna go on. Like, so no Luka, you're going to want to play no Luka, some no Percocet, Molly Percocet, like some Gucci, 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 whatever. Like, you're going to have to play some real trap music to even just be involved in this. If we gonna, if music is there at all, because I don't really, I, I would want to be in a quiet room or in a waiting room hearing the next man smash this woman into oblivion. I don't want to, I don't want to hear that. Like, I would like some nice waiting music, you know, to the tune of uh, YFN Lucci or something. Okay, so... So just to review, train etiquette, um, whoever brings the girl goes first. Okay. So if you recruited the young lady, As you should. then you get to, no you get first dibs. Cool. No, um, no loving, no Drake ass niggas in the train <laughs> and no music, no sensual, passionate. Okay. So yes. just Michael made it. rap music. All, All right. So Metro Boomin has to be the producer of whatever music is being played during the train. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 Good talk. Um, now we know. So if anyone, we kind of too old for trains, but I mean, if you into that. <laughs> also, know, if just, possible, I'll let you, can we it. get like a printup of train etiquette? I would love to read on this, you know. <laughs> some further, we're going to get some more information on train etiquette, y'all. Um, it's a PDF online. Um, we'll email it out. train etiquette, you know. Yes. Okay. Okay, so that I'm trying to take all that in. I'm sorry, excuse me. So sexual freedom. Clearly, if you you know are in the train world, you are pretty free sexually. Um, okay, question for the guests: What is the most sexually free, quote unquote, <laughs> thing that you guys? Janine, go first. Oh, I don't know. Uh, let me see. Let me think about this for a second. Uh. Um, Okay. What's the question again? Run that by me one more time. What was your most sexually free? My moment? most sexually free moment. Well, I feel like all of my moments are sexually free, but um. Okay. I, uh, I'm trying to see what kind of like story I should bring with this. Like, what you mean by free? You mean like 
don't care where it is. Whatever you, however you interpreted what I asked. Okay, it. so um, it was one time me and my partner. I was I was dating a young lady, right? I was dating a young lady, and she stayed with another, you know, uh, a roommate. Basically, this is a dorm room at the good old Southern University. Shout out to Shade Hall, you know, whatever. And they were staying, they were staying up there. So I had threw him on old girl, my my girlfriend at the time, roommate when they was cool or whatever. So we was in the room, and we came in the room. There were chairs back to back in the middle of the room, and it was candles of places and music. And I'm like, hmm, what's going on? So we got in there. They told us both to get naked and sit down. Our backs was to each other. And they proceeded to get oral sex to me. Me, you know, my girl on her, on me, and then, you know, the other dude, my partner on the other girl. And then, you know, we got to understand what me and this girl was. We was in the open, cool relationship. It was cool. We were both sexually liberated. And we just, we actually had sex in the same room on different sides of the room. And it was just there. Like, we could see them, and they could see us. You know, it was just... It was like that point. Now, first, I got noticed uh, later on that they actually, it was the idea that they actually, I mean, I'm serious, bro. Like, it's its the will for my life. It was it was preordained that that was going to happen. I just, I'm just walking in my truth. You know what I'm saying? Walk by faith, not by sight. You know, I believe that. That's what I thought you was going to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. I definitely did. You know, God's good, bro. The devil is a <laughs> So, I don't know. They should have just let it happen because I could have just did it anyway. But, you know, it happened. So well, fate, I guess you know what what's supposed to be. You know, what God what? got for me, nobody can really just tell me no. <laughs> don't don't bring my savior into that. Hello, please. You you could do one better, sis. Go ahead. No, don't don't please don't do Janine. Don't make this a competition because I will. It's, it's not a competition. I promise you. This is when okay. I was a budding, you know, sexual girl out here. It's back when I was young, figuring some shit out. So um. I was younger. Okay. I was like seventeen, and I was um, I was only messing with girls at this point when I was seventeen, and uh, it was one of the girls that I just met in high school. I really liked her, and uh, <laughs> she was like, "Oh yeah, you know, I just want you to try something out." I was like, "Okay, yeah, sure, whatever." Like, you know, I don't care. I'm like interested. I just want to do it. Anything. She's like, "Will you suck my strap?" Wow. <laughs> I was like, you're not going to feel nothing. But sure, like, you know, if you if you like it, I'll try it. So, you know, she was sitting there like, <laughs> like, in my face with this dildo. And. <laughs> Go ahead. No, not wait, wait. But wait. Go ahead. No, I'm serious. And I was just like, okay, look, we got to stop because this is too much. This is way too much. You know, you let your mind get in the way of that. Like you could have just kept on going. I I could. I was like sixteen, seventeen. You know, I was just like, this is too much for me. I'm not here yet. But you know, I did give it a valiant effort. I tried. I, you know, I was sitting there moaning, going on for stuff. I was just like, mm, yeah, uh, uh, uh. like. <laughs> but it was all plastic. So okay. it was all plastic, and silicone tastes very strange. All my films and dykes out here, you know, y'all know what I'm talking about. It does not taste very good. But, um, so what is... Hold on. 
why suckers? I mean, for right. aesthetics, why not? If somebody likes, if you with somebody who likes some shit, why not try it out? You know, what's the worst that can happen? Okay, you look silly, but you having sex with somebody who cares. You rarely ever look good having sex. You probably get cotton mouth. The worst thing that can happen. Uh, not really. <laughs> You know, tummy is dry. I mean, I don't know. A, uh, I mean, but you got spit in your mouth. Jet. You know, you still spitting on it like you would a regular dick. I know, but it just seems so. Uh, I don't know. Performative. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I get, I get the like. Okay, if I was a um a lesbian, you mm-hmm. know, I I get that because some people really just like in sex. Some people just really like pleasuring other people by any means. Mm-hmm. So if you a giver. I can see why you would do that. It's still, you know, it's very young MA-ish, you know. But I mean, but young yeah, MA is a dyke. Not so young. Why man. wouldn't she? I, I would. No, she made a song. She made a reference to it in a couple songs, and I was I was a little weirded out by it. But I said, okay, well, let's close your book. Oh, okay. You know? But like, what's weird about it though? Like, oh, for real? Like, what's really weird about? Because she doesn't have a real penis. It's not the fact that she doesn't have a real penis. It's more the psyche. But I would have to be a lesbian to understand that, which is, I, you know. I'm not so, I mean, but I guess it's it's just I guess okay. it's the look or the or the I mean it, it can like you could just watch somebody and look at somebody certain things visually can turn you on about them I can see that point being that like because I'm, I'm if I watch porn I'm not getting my dicks up so I guess it would be the same thing in nature yeah I guess okay so. sure see this is why I, first off clearly from y'all stories I have not lived my life but I'm literally way too goofy to be a lesbian because like as soon as you pull like if you got I saw some because I follow like the uh, I guess it's like Dyke Twitter. <laughs> like, the tweet was like, "You know what the fuck going on if you see this book bag when I come to the house." <laughs> so dead ass, like if you bring coming my house, you said, and then you know what? Even with that being said, that's a little that's a little cheap. That what? That's cheap. Like I can't. I mean, I'm blessed. You know what I'm saying? But you can't pick your penis. Like, as a man, we don't get to pick our penis. There's no PAP pick a penis part ever in your life. You literally, as a woman, if you a dyke, a lesbian, you can go pick the biggest vein, Vainy McVanerson, and just, you know, walk down the street and say, girl, I got this new thing I'm going to show you. You know what I'm saying? Like, all these extra, you know, features, you know, different vibrations and stuff. It's not, it's not fair. It's really not fair. But then... I mean, y'all can get that too, but y'all are too ashamed of being, like, Deficient. No, it's. I'm sorry. I can't get. I can't get. I mean, I can get a, a a penis ring, a cock ring, with maybe three uh different uh vibrations or whatever. But I can't get twenty. You know what I'm saying? With the, I can't get the dick with the hemi in it. You know what I'm saying? I can't get that. You can get the attachments. Yeah, they have extenders. An extenders. Extenders. You can get attachments. Really ain't going. You know, if you ain't got all you feel like you need, you can get what An you extension? need. You can supplement that. So like weave extensions, they got dick extensions. Yeah, they got uh, dick extensions. Y'all ain't been all the way in the section. Sure do. You just don't sew it in. That's it. <laughs> Take it right off. God. See, look, this is for all the little ones you out there. A... I'm a little guy. My chicken nuggets. All hope is not lost. Like I was saying, I'm way too goofy. If you come in here with a book bag. Like, dang, I left my stuff in my car. I'm going to go to the garage real quick. Like, come on, bro. Like, I'm going to bust out laughing. Or if it, like, be the wrong color, 
because I'm exposed to a lot of the stuff on Twitter. So it was like what? a white strap on. I'm like, get one that matched your tone. Like, can Why you get some Fenty Beauty strap on? Brittany Glitter, give me neon, give me glow in the dark. Come on, Bruce. <laughs> give me assortment, okay? I'm so dead. Well, somebody out there, y'all can make, y'all can, this, there's an avenue, open avenue for y'all. Y'all can custom make, you know, penises for lesbians. It's a, it's definitely a, a business model that isn't really probably sawn after much. You could go into business and, you know, make dicks for a living. I mean, it could be cool. I cannot. Okay. <laughs> right, you've been mighty quiet over there. He's probably in his prayer closet. Oh, I'm just getting my holy water, some uh, some oil. <laughs> just uh, writing y'all names down on this paper and praying. No, um, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm. You know, I'm. I because I have a question, but it, it wasn't really with the flow of the conversation at the time. Um, <clears throat> Go ahead, right and ask. It. Well, uh, I guess what what do you all feel have led to your current ideas uh, of, of, of about sex and, and sexual liberation? You know, like. What is getting you to the, you know, like uh, Janine, like what, 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 you know, what has transpired over your life that, you know, you, you, you know, you, you've been mm-hmm. with both men and women, you know, Ronnie, what, what's happened to you that's like, you know, like the that has led you to be sexually liberated? Um, just the life and reading, <laughs> that's really it. Uh, I knew I liked girls first. Shouts out to oh, Scary Spice and the wannabe video because she ain't have on that bra and that green top. I was like, ooh, something's going on here. Oh, yeah. And so um, I knew I liked girls from then. And then, you know, I was messing around with a girl when I was real young. I never thought that anything was like weird or strange about it. And then I started reading once I got um, a dictionary in a thesaurus and an encyclopedia. And I was like learning. I was just listening to people talk, watching TV, hearing the word sex and different sex acts. And so I was looking it up. I was like, dang, that sounds, I don't know. That's kind of interesting. And, you know, when I got older, I just kept reading more and more and more. And that's it. And that's really it. And I was like, once I read it, I try it. And if I like it, I keep doing it. If I don't, I don't. That's weird. The education really brought you to the fact that, like, reading, that's really tight. That's different. So have you tried things that you, you know, like that you didn't like and you're like, okay, I I won't do it again. Or maybe I got to give it a better try. Sucking strap. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. I mean, what mine is, mine is, mine is a horrible story. It's funny. Uh, Really what got me to the point I am, I think it was overexposure to porn at an early age. I think that really what did it, because I can remember as young as, like, mm, eight. Okay. Eight, like, seeing it. Like, I got a cousin that's just horrible. Shout out to my cousin, Wooly. Like, he was literally, he's maybe five years older than me. Like, all my sex questions and porn I got from him, you know, if I had any. But a lot of times it's just, I guess, just watching porn at a younger age and being, like, seeing girls and being, like, super, super charged up, like, as early as I can remember being, like, eight or nine. You know what I'm saying? Like, just really like being like more so I was never that guy like ooh Ronnie likes girls stop it you teasing me I'm like yeah I do so what's up like I was very mature I was never really ashamed of like liking a girl like dudes young guys we go through that stage and like 
when you're ashamed of you getting to know yourself and you're not really oh. sure you don't want to be over expressive now nah, i was really with the i was really with the shits early so that was kind of how that's kind of how that happened and then when i started having sex it just was like man so for my first time having sex shout out to my sister i had sex with her homegirl that spent the night at our <laughs> house so that was my first time i first fully time believe you i love you Paige. oh my god how old were you? How old was I? I was 16. Yeah, okay. Oh, you're 16. Okay. okay. I was glad about that. And his right. I was 11. I mean, don't, don't get it twisted. I didn't have sex earlier because it was more so I was trying to do the right thing. Like, I was still in church. Like, people had ordained me to be a pastor and all that stuff. So I was still in my closet with it, you know what I'm saying, for lack of better terms. But, like, if a girl came up to me, I was like, yeah, what's popping? Like, it just wasn't, like... To understand a lot of girls wasn't with it, I was around. You know, if there was a girl that was with it when I was like 12, 13, it would have went down. But I didn't really come into with girls that was really with it till I got older. You know what I'm saying? So when you watch porn, you weren't like, oh, like maybe I should like try this on myself, like see what I like first before I'm with somebody else. You just like, oh, as soon as I get the opportunity with a girl, oh, she gonna get all of it. Is that how you feel? I mean, as a man, I don't know. I don't know how other people, I can't really try many things with myself, you know. Uh, I mean, I can only do one thing by myself, you feel me? But. Okay. Not really, but okay. I mean, me personally, me, me, myself, and I, I do one thing by myself. That's pretty cool. It gets me where I need to be. But I see, like, I saw porn, <laughs> and that kind of shaped and molded, like, my sexual, I guess, behavior when it came to when I had sex. Like, the first time I saw, like, the first time I had sex, I ate ass. I saw that as regular on Flix I was watching. And this was, like, 2000, 2001. Like, no, 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 that's like uh, 2003, 2004. So this is before pre-Kevin Gates, shout out to Kevin, free Kevin. Pre-all that, I was into that, or uh, doing that. This is before even grind on me, when, like, Pretty Ricky kind of made it socially acceptable. I don't know what, it's like around 11, 12th grade, it became socially acceptable for dudes to talk about eating, you know, having oral sex, you know, with women and stuff like that, so. First of all, don't disrespect Kaya, because Kaya eating. put pussy and ass eating on the mat. Oh, shit, Nick, my bag. She did. Oh, you know what's crazy? That was right. You right. Don't you disrespect. Right. That was around. Uh, that was around hip hop honey's time and uh, tip drill and all that stuff. Okay, I got that you. is hilarious. That really is. You were ahead of the curve, man. Yep, hip hop honey's. I used to tape those uh, infomercials and play them in slow motion because if you played it, if you played it a little bit, like slow enough, you can kind of see before, like you know, girls going wild where they would. Lift up their shirt. If you play it in slow motion, frame by frame on the VHS, you can kind of almost see nipples. And then all of a sudden, the bow will come out. I swear, it would, like if you just played it enough. So I was, I, you know, puberty was a strange Dang, time. Girls going wild. Girls are mothers and wives was, now. That's the crazy part. Yeah, you know, shout out to the first lady. They very, they shaped so many, they shaped so many young boys' nights, man. I bet they did. I bet. Um. Okay. So. Actually, the most sexually liberating. I'm just trying to figure out with one. I guess Ronnie came out the gate, so I guess both of y'all kind of came out the gate. I was just like, at the, the moment, y'all was like, "This is the life for me." Like, but I guess y'all kind of already answered that one. Um, I mean, Ronnie ate answers for the yeah. time, so you can't really right. do that. Shout, okay. <laughs> really can't. Um, hmm. I don't know what direction I want to go with this. So it's just, it's like a double standard with Hoenn. Like, of course. You know, 
if Janine would have told the story and said she ate ass her first time, it probably would have been a lot more uproar. <laughs> a lot more uproar. Like, men can do things that women cannot. And same with this whole Nola Darla thing. That's just really what this all ties into. Because if he had a, he's got to have it. He had three bitches and they knew about each other. I'm sure we get all the reviews and Oscar nominations. And <laughs> so strong. What a riveting tale of a man's honesty. And you know, freedom, like it just it wouldn't even be a movie, it's just like nigga, how to be a player? That's all that is. I mean, hold up, time out. How to be a player, I have that movie in my house right now, one of my top five movies of all time in black cinema. But they did not know about each other. See, and it's a it's a certain They didn't. Like to be honest, in that way it's a certain amount of courage that you have to possess to let people know that hey, this is what it is, take it or leave it. Because most people people lie, people cheat. About and they lie about cheating because they fear that other people can make a decision that will enable them or disable them to have what they want. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm having sex with three girls and me telling all three, I could possibly lose two of them because they're not going to be down with it. One of them really don't care about me. She just likes the sex. I keep having sex with her, but then it's like, dang, I can't have sex with the other two. That's why you lie. You know, that's why that, that comes into it. And people just tend to lie. So, to be honest, like, you know, like, uh, she's got to have it. That was real <laughs> sensational. Like. Okay. I feel like men would be more with it than women. Well, I guess, I mean, then again, it was just so unrealistic. Like, I feel like if I invited three, I mean, spoiler alert, I feel like I invited three niggas to dinner that I was talking to. It would be some type of tables turned over. <laughs> it's going to look like the Source Awards in there. Like, somebody going to try somebody. Like, it's just not going to be that smooth. What you mean, male ain't got love for uh, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg and Death Row? You think you that special, man? All these videos. Not saying it's like, <laughs> it's my vagina. No, it's not. I'm not even saying like that, but like, somebody going to say something. Let me feed her. I mean, I, I'm going to fix her plate. No, I'm going right. to fix her plate. See, that's. <laughs> what you want, baby? You want, I know how she want her yams. Like, it's just too much. She don't even like yams like that. It's going to be something, or somebody going to say something funny. It's like, yeah, because I can't been over this table. Something crazy. Hell no, nah, I'm not having been over the table. Then everybody gonna do the argument. Well, just everybody can bend me over the table um. if you just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that. Dang, but who who goes first then? Hmm, because like you invited them, so it's not like somebody gets that train etiquette first. Then. Nah, no, okay. If the girl initiates, then that the girl chooses. Which women choose all the time? That's what people men have a mistake, and women choose. If you just there. You can win if you're there and accounted for and in the position that you need to be in life. Women choose. It's always the one. But honestly, with three men, if you play your cards right, everybody can like be participating at the same time. You don't have to wait. You know. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna walk off because I can't. Because I, I I can't. Three at the same time. It's only so, a certain amount of holes, and for me to be there while another dude is there, and like if I'm in, if it's a woman, the sandwich in between two men, like it's gonna be a point where sweat might fall out of. His face into his mouth. That's a little weird. Personally. That's just me. I'm sorry. Like, you know. Because <laughs> what if she moves and then y'all accidentally catch eye contact? That feels weird. It just feels a little too much. That's why I just don't even go with it. Oh, my God. Right. The visual that I <laughs> Right. Like, sweat. Um, I, like, eye contact glances. Like, like it's going to be a mistake one time. Like, it's going to be a mistake. At some point, somebody's testicles are going to bump against each other. And then it's going to be... <laughs> But you know what? You're here for a good time, not a long time. Don't be if you make eye contact with another dude. You know what? Just avert your gaze and keep on well, doing what I'm you're doing. doing. 
Okay, because it's not about you. You're here to perform a very specific duty, especially if you fill in one of three holes. Focus on getting your job done. We was talking about double standards, man. How do we get here? Double standards. Oh, God. (laughs) I mean, well, yeah. You know, hypothetically speaking. Rodney, please. Please, Rodney. Just, just. Say something. Say something, Rodney. And we went from it's double lit. standards to triple penetration. <laughs> so I just, yeah, Rodney, can you steer us back to the right direction? Because I'm tired of triple penetration. Just well, I was gonna ask, do like, do we feel like those, right. like double standards? Do they exist in the Absolutely. way that they used to? I mean, I mean, because yeah, nothing's changed. Yeah, so I mean, you feel like people is socially acceptable <laughs> yeah. for a man to be promiscuous? As like, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I guess I just hang with too many safe people, then, huh? I mean, right? Because safe, safe folks dropping yeah. peeing off everywhere too. So church full of people with five, six uh, kids. I mean, you know, somebody has safe folk having sex somewhere. You know what I'm saying? I'm just letting have it we not okay. Them ch- pastor, listen, because we from Tallahassee. I'm just no. I'm just saying, like in, in my personal experience, in my circles, like I don't even want to like. I have too much going on, like, you know, outside of, like, uh, I guess, work and sex with, like, balancing and messing with all these different women. It's just, like, it's not conducive to what I'm trying to do long term. Oh, okay, right. I remember you said, spoke about that on the previous episode. And I was like, man, if you asked how could somebody, uh, I mean, it is possible. It is a lot. It is much more work. It is very much more work. And if you're not, that's why most dudes that's, like, male say would be trash, probably don't have nothing going on, but women. Mm. Okay, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you got to, I mean, I do a lot of different things. And me personally, for my own growth and what I wanted to do, I had to cut back on that. So you are right. It does take a considerable amount of effort and energy and time to entertain as many women as Bill Bellamy did on that weekend on how to be a player. Like, that's a lifestyle. It, it is stressful. I feel like you based your life around that movie. I mean, it was one movie I saw early that I was like, I want to live that lifestyle. But it, it is stressful, though. It has come with many uh, pitfalls, many many uh, aggressive, I guess, situations. So Okay, so that can segue us to another question. So at what point in you guys' like, live, y'all like, okay, this may be too much. I need to slow down. Uh, honestly, I've never felt like that. Like, uh no, I'm serious because you know I just I just do it and then I'm done. I I didn't stop because I felt like it was too much. I stopped because I was like over those people, you know. So I never felt like too much is too much. I was just like, shit, I'm young, wild and free. I can do whatever I want to, you know. The world is my oyster. But see, I want to ask you, Janine, since you said like that, at that point, were you totally honest with? I mean, because for you as a woman. A dude, any you can walk out. Mm-hmm. A dude don't want to fuck it since you were twelve. Let's just be honest with you. So a dude is gonna acquiesce to any and everything they want to get the prize. Even women, you know, you say you, you know, you bisexual. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what women, you know, um, you have people that's really in wedding, you know, re- ready and willing to acquiesce and move how you would move to get what you want. So have you never been challenged with the whole like maybe even like sister? Uh, she's got to have mm-hmm. a dude or a woman particularly a dude not getting down with that whole thing i mean yeah but that's real easy to deal with just drop them like if you're not gonna deal with what i want you to deal with i don't have to like keep you here you don't have to stay go step bye savage life savage life Boop. well i mean i, I, I have come to certain points i'll be like dang bro like 
it's kind of getting tiring a little bit. Um, yeah, but everybody don't want to be like a spouse, you know? Or like everybody doesn't want to like settle down or like be with one person. That's not for everybody. It's, it's different for for different people. Hmm? Now, with me, with my situation, like I have come to a place where I was like, okay, I need to slow down. You know, um, as far as like, I've never had no scares of STDs or nothing like that. So I've been good. But I, that was that, that never really made me say I want to stop. But like, just the energy that it takes for it takes a, like it, it started to take a toll on me, like with my energy, you know, because in actuality, when you're having sex, you are giving your energy to different people. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So, okay. I, I mean, to me personally, that's how I feel, you know what I'm saying? So, it has calmed down for me, but during certain seasons, it might heighten up, you know, off season, you know, preseason. Like yeah. You know, summer is definitely the heat of the uh, season. You know what I'm saying? But I've kind of slowed down. I'm not as I'm not as wild as I once was. You know what I'm saying? It's just how my own personal growth. But is it because you thought you were too? It was too much, or is it because you changed? Not you know, it was too much. It's just like okay, you know, I'm changing. I'm becoming a different person. Like you know, this is not something I'm interested in. You know, my interests are shifting. I'm seeking different things out a little bit of that and a little bit of just actually some sex just don't be good like it's, it's so many like quote-unquote bad women i didn't like you know ran across that the sex is not really that good so sometimes you get disappointed i don't know whether it's like the i guess the history of what i've done or the experiences i've had but you can only do so much you know what I'm saying? And then people are really mundane. You get with a girl, she really mundane in her ways about having sex, and it's really just generic. Like, it's, like, great value. Uh, and you kind of be like, you know what? I'm straight. Like, you hit up one. That's one hit of quitters. You do it one time. You're like, I'm quitting. Like, she hits you. She hits your phone. You're like, I'm straight. Like, it wasn't really nothing for me to keep going back to. So it's a whole lot of that. Then it's a lot of, you know what? I'm straight. Because she probably chap anyway. Or she probably poop. So that's how, that's how that happens. So it's kind of first grow up on the cool. I had a question um, for both of you all. Um, is sex, you know, like a, I guess, what, how do you view sex? Is it primarily, you know, like a a form of, of pleasure? Is it ever something more intimate or, you know, deep? Um, yeah. I mean, it's definitely pleasure. Um, it, it can have intimacy. It can be devoid of intimacy as well. Me as a man experiencing it, like, sometimes I didn't fake the orgasm or fake that because I didn't feel the intimacy. Like, because at this point in my life, like, intimacy is, like, orgasmic to me. So if I'm not intimate with that person, I don't feel that, like, with that girl, I can't really ejaculate. And that's really the point of sex. You know what I'm saying? So at that point, it's just like you running a race and you're not getting to a finish line because you're not finishing. Your partner, she might be finishing, but you're not. You know what I'm saying? So I guess it's definitely about the pleasure because we all chasing that high, that orgasm. You know what I'm saying? So it's definitely about that. Sometimes it can be a challenge on the cool. You know what I'm saying? Uh, for me, I think sex is definitely about pleasure. Uh, for me, the two have always... I'm a hedonist, right? So, you know, I put pleasure above a lot of things. And... um. I think sex can be be intimate, but the way I'm set up, I'm more of a carnal person. So, you know, I just like to touch and be touched and things like that. So I don't really like to attach too much feelings to sex, although it has happened. So, you know, because sex is inherently intimate, 
because it's the closest you can be to somebody physically. And there's no way that you can be having sex and not have any kind of feeling for anybody. Like that, that just doesn't happen. Even though people like to believe it does, it doesn't. But um, yeah, it's very physical. It's like an oil change for me. Like you know, I'm like, okay, I need it, so I can. <laughs> every every three th- every three to five thousand miles, you know what I'm saying? You need the tires rotated. Keep on going about my life. <laughs> Oh, change when that light come on, baby girl. You need, you know, you need to go to the shop. Right. right. That is hilarious. So, do you all, do you all feel that, kind of given your sexual history, you like you would not be able to like settle down with one person, or do you not even is that not even a goal of yours? Me personally, it's a goal. I do see it happening. Um, more so. For me, since sex is such a, it's such been such a like I guess a part of my relationship with women, um, I would have to say that other things around that would have to be stronger for me to be with that one girl, you know, that one woman, you know, um, just a different connection on the levels that would allow the that would make the sex better than that would make me, you know, what I could be monogamous and be with this girl or this woman, you know what I'm saying? So I do see it happening. I, I'll, I'll know when it happens, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I'll act accordingly. But until it happens, you know, it is what it is. Um, I have not considered settle, settling down or, like, uh, I, I, don't, I don't think that there's anything wrong with monogamy or polyamory, polygamy, whatever. You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. But um, I think it's a lot of work. So, you know, settling down with one or two people is a lot of work, no matter, you know, what you're doing. But I don't think my sexual history will make it difficult for, for me to settle down if I ever decided to do so. It's just not a goal of mine. Do you think that could change or do you? Uh... Um, anything can change. But me right now at 24, I have no interest in settling down. Um, it could happen, you know sneak up right up on me and I wouldn't hesitate to settle down <clears throat> if I felt like it was right. But you know, that's definitely not something that's on my mind or that I'm seeking. I don't want to be anybody's wife. Okay. I got a question for y'all. So have y'all felt like, um, <clears throat> okay, I want us to get involved, me and Rodney, because Rodney over here in his uh, pulpit, actually he's too, like he too good to participate in the conversation. <laughs> I'm asking questions. I'm finding. I'm trying. I'm learning more. You asking about nasty stories. You over there just trying to get the rocks off. I'm trying to figure out who they are as people. Trust the belief. My rocks are all set. Rocks to get off. She over there with with a fan. Like, tell me more. (laughs) She trying to get no pebbles off. No, no, no. I'm fine. But I'm here for the entertainment of the show, and I listen. I I know I'm getting the good stuff. So have you ever? Have y'all ever met y'all match? Like, <clears throat> and then Rodney can answer too. I thought I did. It's because she was talking, you know, very, you know, whatever, but it wasn't that. Like, I didn't came close. Like, as far as matches for a sexual nature, freakiness or just overall, like, sex. Because I didn't have, it's a top five women I've been around that, you know, that was really with the shits. You know, really was it was good for whatever reason, whether it might be intimate, see, or just body type, or just how their body reacted to mine. It's that in the fourth, but it's just for us, like freaky, freaky. Nah, on the cool, nah. Um, I definitely, I did meet my match. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> huh? Man or woman? 
Oh, it was a man. What made him the match? Uh, he was just well endowed. One very well endowed. Uh, he just dominated me in a way that other people were hesitant to do so. And I really liked it. He was not afraid to be aggressive with me or throw me around, you know, tell me to shut up, like stuff that other people wasn't doing because I, I, I like being dominant in certain situations. You know, not always, but, you know, sometimes people let me talk my shit and he just wasn't letting up. And I was like, damn, okay. Oof, all right. Are you, are you okay, Mel? You all right? You got it? You got it together? What? Anybody stay, y'all? <laughs> Look, Mel got somewhere to be at nine. <laughs> <laughs> but okay me and Janine like we're friends so our conversations could be a podcast on its own our tech message oh my God. but uh, <laughs> is that a threat, is that a threat? <laughs> no we may have to take our stuff to HBO we have to uh, threaten Issa cause uh, just have a nice we're gonna have a coffee table book like one of the Urban Outfitters books oh, about wow. tech messages speaking today. of our like text messages the man who was my match was the man from the car Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> anyway, Rodney, have you ever met your sexual match? Um, you hunch through a sheet like the um, Jewish people do, or <laughs> I um I prefer uh, I'm like Lance Gross in um what was that movie? Temptation. <laughs> Lance Gross. Well, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna turn the lights off. We're gonna so fluff the pillows. <laughs> uh. <laughs> no, I mean I've I've only been sexual. Uh, I've only had intercourse with two women, and they were in the con- confines of a, a context of a relationship. So, uh, Rodney, dog, you know what? The only nobody tell you, dog, <laughs> that's cool as shit, dog. If yeah, I can, sure, that's cool, dog. Like that's really I'm, cool, I'm, bro. Don't let nobody tell no, you. I can't, I'm, I'm not. I'm not about to shame nobody, and I'm just cool. Like, hey, man, like it is what it is at this point. I I can't go back in time and just you know change it. I, I think uh, if we're gonna let everybody live their truth, we're gonna let you know. I think you're just more reserved. Simple people live their truth. What has What has made you so reserved, so conservative sexually? Like, what has molded this? Has it been religion, morals, what? Like, yeah. So, so, so definitely, you know, I grew up in the church. um, um, So that was a huge part. You know, I I didn't have sex till I was eighteen. You know. And then um, I was in a relationship. I, I was in a relationship from age twenty, from age sixteen to like twenty two. Did four years of solitary confinement, bro, to the box. It's like five. It's like five. Yeah, yeah. It was it, my age was, but my age just don't give that. But it was five years of of relationship. You know, so like just the life I had lived um, didn't really co- he's, uh, coincide have, with just for being promiscuous or just being adventurous. Yeah, you know, I didn't. Yeah, you know, it was, it was, it, and then I'm, I've been in a relationship for the past, you know, like two years now. So, um, you, I've always been, I've been a, you know, I've always been a flirt, but sex is, you know, sex is to me, you know, I've always viewed it as something very intimate. Like, if I have sex with a woman, I could create a baby and be tied with her for life. So, I have to be very um, cautious about, you know, who I engage with, and then just and, and you know my first sexual experience was you know in a relationship so for me you know sh- sex has always had that that intimacy that that trust and that um you know kind of just that that freedom of like yo this is a, a space where i really 
I, I won't be judged. I won't be dogged out, you know, if, if today is not a good day. So, um, you know, that's just how I've come to prefer it. I couldn't imagine laying down with someone who I didn't know that well, who I didn't see a long-term future with. Um, and so that's, you know, that's why I asked some of those questions kind of earlier, you know, what, what led you all to that? So I'm, I'm, I'm the flip, you know, it's like, you know, I'm just, I just always think like you can slip up and have a baby at, you know, at the wrong time. And and now you suck with someone for life. And that's, that's never what I wanted for my family. Um, so yeah, that's just kind of why I've been there. So in terms of, have I ever met my match? Um, no, but every day is not a good day on the playing field, but you know, the perks of being in a relationship is they know that, and you get another What's chance. Good for you? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that, Rodney. Don't let nobody tell you, dog. That's that's cool as shit, bro. Sometimes I think if I could, I would go bad. You know what I'm saying? Because it's hard on this road, but you don't want to be there. You good where you at, dog? I yeah. It's hard dealing with one woman. I don't know how you do it, brother. <laughs> You're talented. <laughs> it's 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 terrible. You know. I wish I you know. Tom, go back, turn back the hand of time, you feel me? Like the song said. But it is what it is, dog. Anyway, um I did it. Did Mel answer? Yeah, I I was going to. (laughs) So I will answer the question. Um, Jesus. It's like every time I meet my match, not a match, because I you know, I ain't out here like this. I ain't (laughs) I ain't Tiana Trump out here. But I'm just high key. I mean, did you punch her? She's very overrated. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of a porn star. I ain't nah, Jada Fire out so, here. Try, try so. Sky Black. Go try Sky Black. Pinky. Sky. Yeah, you go see with that young lady. That, lady. that lady is God. You know, God made us take us took his time with that one. Her talents run very very deep. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um. Thanks for that note. Uh, but yeah, anytime you can shut me up, like, cause I talk trash all day, but anytime I'm just like, oh, okay. I've been, you know, I'm trying <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, so are you going to tell us about the time you met your match? Uh, okay. You, is it safe to say you met your match? Um, okay. I can't even, I don't even Yes, definitely been my match. I keep on beating my match. That then not like I get a little higher once I beat my match, and then I beat another match to match the, the the new level I'm on. So I just I just can't win. Yes, new height, growth, you, you, growth, growth. You know, I, I reach new levels, and then oh, so it's all about growth. That's cool. It's like playing Super Mario. You beat a couple levels. You beat Bowser. Boom. Then you beat some more levels, and you got a new Bowser. It's like oh, come on, man. You know, just every boss level. I always find that boss. You take a step every, every time. That's good, like a staircase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, have you talked to? Him? Well, Mel, what was the when you met your match? Like, how did you feel? Like, what was you know like? What made it match worthy? Thank you, Ryan. Keep pushing those buttons. We about to let off. What made what made what made that uh guy the match? Like, as far as sexually. <laughs> That's what that's what that's what you called it. That's what you that's what you were saying when that was um, right. Jesus. It's a lot of pressure. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, uh, <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, 
I just have low expectations for Chef Men of Trash. So I'm like, so anytime someone wow. seems somewhat positive, I'm like, oh yeah, he probably got a kickstand leg <laughs> or, you know, micro penis or, you know, dry mouth. Or so anytime that that is not the case and it's actually something positive um, with his body, I'm usually shook. And that's exactly what I was in that particular situation. And I was like, what have I got myself into? Oh, no, what am I doing? And then I was like, oh, bet. And then that's kind of how that went. So how do you feel after you've met your match? Like, what do you do to deal with meeting your match? This is for everybody. I ain't never really. Nah, I I still ain't met it. So I I don't know. I don't know how that feels. I think you just keep dealing with them until y'all are even. Okay, it's evenly young. Okay. You reach their level. And then you get to your next boss. I want to talk about like whole friends or just like friends that support your whole life or just like your down for the cause friends. So as a friend, do you encourage your friends to live their best life, Ronnie? It depends on which 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 my homeboys are talking to. Like I got a partner that's a real good friend of mine. He he waited till he was twenty one to have sex. He's only been with like five women and he got oh. married to like a six year old. You know what I'm saying? So he's pretty much cool. And I always gave him better advice because I know him. Like, I'm not going to tell him or move him how I would move. You know what I'm saying? I was telling him, hey, bro, don't have sex, dog. Just chill. It's going to make everything worse. You know what I'm saying? When he would come to me about, like, dog, chill. Like, don't do it. But then I got friends that's like me, you know what I'm saying, and that do what they do. You know, I encourage them to, you know, hey, bro, you know, shoot your stick. You know, go with your move. And, you know, you know, because you can't, you miss all the shots you don't take. So just, you know, go with it. So it's, I'm that kind of, I just, based on, I don't give bad advice to somebody who can't take it. I mean, I don't give advice right. to somebody who, generally, that's not them, they can't take it. Like, so, that's how I am. I'm, I guess I'm the good old friend. You know what I'm saying? Um, okay. Well, okay. So, here's the thing. I agree with you on the part when you're like, you know, I wouldn't tell him to just have sex and he out here trying to do whatever. Because even in the Kama Sutra, it says, like, you know, you shouldn't be focusing on sex when you're trying to get other stuff mm-hmm. done. So I wouldn't encourage my friends to be out here and just toss caution to the wind if I feel like it can really hinder them. But if I feel like it's okay, I'm I'm really the devil on your shoulder. Like, girl, do it. If you want it, go get it. Whatever you want to do. Suck that nigga. Suck that nigga off. Don't have fuck that nigga get over it. That's what you be saying. Exactly. But I'd be like, you know, get tested and flash your flashlight on his team to make sure it ain't no bumps first. And then live your life. First of all, first of all, these said bumps that women be looking for. Do y'all know what those bumps be looking like? Or is this all Google reference? Because I, I mean, mean cause I as don't a man, know personally. Like it's skin. It's pores. It's like skin like anything else. There are pores all over your body. So so just being said, uh-huh. That little bump on your hand might be the same kind of bump on your dick. And that necessarily doesn't go towards STD. Yeah, but I'm talking about clusters and like... Oh, this nigga got a crunch ball penis then. It's different. I'm saying just anything. <laughs> you know, just... just. <laughs> I feel like you should observe, you know. Girl Scouts say kick three times before you look. You know, go ahead and observe what this man got going on. If you're about to hop on this dick, you can't just be hopping on it all willy-nilly. You feel me? Like, you need to put yourself first. So if you feeling away just because you got a little bit on your dick, like, okay, but if you got something else going on, I want to know. Yeah, and uh, men, uh, women love, <laughs> women are turned on by smells. You should be watching how she smells, bro. You can tell, you can check the temperature down there, bro. Just by, you know, good smells. You know, some fire odor, just stay away. 
Okay. Let's not talk about sin. Janine is literally Hockey. the devil of my You know I encourage you to live your best life. But I also give you great advice. You do, Zip. You do. So, okay, Janine is my my devil, and then my other friend, Shireen, is my angel. And I know some real effed up if they're on the same page. Cross reference. So, <laughs> they're really on the same page as in, like, girl, leave him alone. That's neither here nor there. But, yeah, that's definitely Janine. She encourages me, and I go to her with any problems or questions or just guidance. And she, you, everyone needs a Janine, though. They do. They need a Shireen, too. Yeah. But just for some balance, you just need those two different get you me. extremes. Yeah, yeah. Get you a Janine. Not no. but you can't have Janine, I, I, but get you right. some other one. Rodney, Rodney's taking it in. Rodney, you good over there? So how do yeah, Rodney? I mean, how do you feel I, about I know, having a whole friend in your life? Friend. Do you feel like it balances you out? Does you feel like do you feel like it connects you to? A world that I guess you wouldn't otherwise have access to, like. Mm-hmm. Um. So I mean, most of my friends, like I have very few friends that mm-hmm. we share se- sexual escapades, um, and, and and it's not on no like weird. It's just like a. You know, you, brothers are trying to lay low and not have all their business out in the streets. So you don't tell everybody. Um, but my one friend that was permissive. So you, a member of wait, um, hold on. You, I, I a mean, member I, of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, the <laughs> the Alpha Rose chapter have one. You have one hey, promiscuous bro, friend. Wow, that's that's a lot, man. <laughs> I don't like yeah. He's, he's not so nobody in your chapter is promiscuous. Oh, your university. Oh, nobody who runs in like, oh, okay. It must be nice to be in so biased. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I'm just, I'm just, but y'all, y'all miss, y'all miss what I said on the front end. Most, most of the cats I I, I interact with, we don't necessarily talk about our sexual lives like that because cats are laying low. You don't, you know, I'm not trying to let you know me and Shorty messing around. That's a, that's a good point. That's a good point, Rodney. A lot of dudes overshare. You can't overshare with everybody. As a dude, I don't tell my business. Like, you'll never know. I, I did it. I can sit in the room with three women I had sex with. They'll never know, and nobody else will never know. You know what I'm saying? So, it ain't cool. Because, you know, like Rodney said, you don't want your business out there, and then two, you don't want to get right. no, you know, some information you ain't want to hear. <laughs> oh, you messing with her? I did too, brother. Uh, uh. I mean, personally, that's a that's a hang, that's a uh, dab in the dab for. Oh, you oh you here too? Oh, my my dog. You know that's cool. Right, she you know the opportunity to get that Yelp review. My, it's all good. You know. That's a Yelp review. I'm well, sorry. what if you look? that cat fat? That cat facts is uh, cat is vicious. You know, so I've seen the cat facts you know squander so many opportunities. Like it ain't it ain't worth it, dog. Like yeah, and it wasn't. I, I'm I'm I, okay. People I hang around with more of the stay low and build my. Okay, sure, sure. Let's go with that. That's hilarious. Um, okay, Ronnie, I got a question. Do you care about body count when it comes to ladies? No, no. That would be hypocritical for me personally. It would. That's what, a, you know. That's why I like you, Ronnie. That's why I keep you around. Man, because I mean, for okay, personally, 
I, I heard Neo say this, which is pretty cool. Shout out to Neo, you know what I'm saying? He, the singer. <laughs> Neo. Yeah, the singer. It's an interview he did or what? Okay, really? You don't even know this man. You know, so sick of love songs. He did that. You know, pay homage. But this man said... Do you know he did to Moneta? That's the real question. I don't know who Moneta is, but Moneta sounds like somebody needed to have she, done something to her. No, no, no. You know her? Moneta does not matter. You know her? Do yes, you I know, know her. Do you follow yes. her? Do you really know yes. her? What's her middle yes. name? Yes, yes. Denise. Okay, I feel like you just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. But anyway, back you to what know, I said it. about Neil. Neil said something that was really like sound to me. He basically said, if I'm with a woman, the day nothing matters but the day after I met her. Like, if it doesn't impede what's going on or what can go on in the future, he don't have to know about it. So my thing is, if it ain't got nothing to do with me and what it could, it could like follow you or go with you in the future, I don't really want to know personally. I don't want to know if my dog smashed. I really don't want to know. You know what I'm saying? Now, it's come times where I found information mm-hmm. out where she just, it, it came up and she felt the need, but I'm not pressing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not asking no girl. I don't even ask women if they got a boyfriend from from old game I got when I was 15 when I talked to women. Because it's like, you ask a question, a woman, mm-hmm. anybody going to tell you what they want you to know. So if a woman got that, she going to let you know. If she living foul, dirty, she not going to tell you. Until you ask and now she confronted with it, now she got to ask and now you can talk yourself out the position you could have been in. So by oversharing or try to overdig, people who overdig, you're going to always find dirt. So my thing is, I don't ask. It ain't my business. I don't need to know if you fuck two or 200 or 20, personally. As long as you walking with a great A of health, we good. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Respect. Respect. Uh, let's see. What else we got? So last, let me see, two bullet points of whole phases. How do you guys feel about the term whole phase, like this phenomenon or whatever? Essential to life. Essential to life. I okay. agree. Like, you got you to gotta explore. Like, life is all about trial and error. Yeah, you would want to learn from other people's experiences, but certain things you're really not going to know until you actually do it. Like, you're not going to know what gumbo tastes like until you taste gumbo. You know what I'm saying? Or shrimp at too fake, coffee at too fake. Or ass. <laughs> or ass. Or, or strap. <laughs> or strap. In many cases, you know what I'm saying? So you're not going to know what you like until you do it or you know you have a threshold of things that excite you or don't excite you. You know what I'm saying? So in that whole phase of sports, like sexual exploration, you got to do things to know what you like. You know what I'm saying? Or what you, you know, you don't know. Like it's a whole world full of dishes out there you ain't tried. So you need to try to eat as much as you can within not being allergic to. So it's a whole world of women out there that ain't been fucked by me. So you know what? I just need to do my best to deliver what I need to deliver. (laughs) So it's about it's about exploration. Like you can't you don't know what you like until you know what you don't like. I know I don't like avocados in my salad. <laughs> How did I know that? Because I ate avocados in my salad. I didn't really care for that. Um, what was the question? Oh, I How you think feel you about know. Whole faces are lit. I feel like go forth and spread them legs. Do what you want to do. Be safe. But um. I think it's really more about exploration instead, like not just the sex. Because I feel like whole phase is just such a this whole term is really just because that's not. I mean, it, huh? it's a source. Every time I have to use the word "whole," it just makes me like, uh, because it's not really. I feel like it's not a real thing. Like I feel like it's a made up parameter that people who live a mundane or 
who think something is abnormal project their feelings on a certain way of living. You know what I'm saying? Like you projecting how you feel or how it is, you know, that you get on on somebody else. Like I wouldn't call Rodney approved. Rodney just Rodney. And that's cool. That's something that's admirable to, to a certain extent to be able to just say, you know what, I'm cool. I'm not going to cheat in my relationship. I'm only going to be with women I'm having in a relationship with. That's admirable. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like it's somewhat courageous to say, hey, you know what, I'm going to try to fuck her and her friend and see, hope for, hope for the best. You know, it's some, some, it's something courageous about that. Like, you know, like to, to, to have sex with two stepsisters. Courageous? <laughs> courageous. And let them, like, to try that, to, that's, that takes a certain amount of gumption. That takes a certain amount of gumption that only, you know, the great explorations of the uh, like right. explorers of the 1600s can do. Like, to go to a foreign land you know nobody of, don't know diseases or anything, and just say, you know what, I'm going to go over there. Not knowing the dangers. You know, that's, that's a certain amount of gumption. You know, that's something that, you know, should be should be admirable. You're fine to well, be broke down and hilarious. I can't deal with this comparative analysis to, like, Pussy and Lewis and Clark. I can't. <laughs> I mean, no, he went somewhere <laughs> that nobody been before. Like, you know, to set, to set foot on I the moon, to go where no man has gone before and plant your flag and say, bitch, I'm here. Like, that's cool. <laughs> okay, Neil Armstrong, you better plant that fast, boo. Do what you got to do. You got to, you know, buzz culture and all these good people. So you got to, you got these to explore because parallels. who really wants to just stay in the same place? A lot of people. That, like, not having the whole face is like... Not having a whole phase is like staying in the same city and never traveling. But, you know, people like comfort. You feel safe. You don't have to, you know, step out of... That's the whole point about being comfortable. Like, you don't have to do anything outside of this because, you know, to make you feel uncomfortable. But growth don't come from comfort. You know, if you lay in the bed for too long, you get bed sores. You know what I'm saying? I'm being honest. You get, like, you get, you really, like, get bed sores. <laughs> you sound like somebody I mean, but... Okay, but who's to say that you can't grow sexually and experience sex many different ways with one person? Oh no, that, now see that's like I, that's that's a very good point, right? And you can do that, and I don't think, but certain certain people they can have a girl that had a boyfriend and they break up, right? And this dude tell everybody what he used, what they used to do, shit like that. Now she a hoe, based on her one relationship. That's wrong. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's totally wrong. But you can. Figure out your hoism or your so way from just one person. I don't think enough people do that though, and I, I commend people who do that, who can do that. You know, I honestly think that you can explore yourself. You can explore your own sexuality on your own. So you know, that's why I feel like a whole phase should for, for right now we should substitute it for exploration or explorative phase or whatever. Because, you know, I felt like, me personally, I learned a lot about sex and my own sexuality, not from my whole phase, but when I was, before I even started having sex with anybody, from, like, reading about masturbation, like, touching myself, so I felt like that's where most of my sexual growth took place, and not in the act of actually having sex. So, mm -hmm. you know, I feel like, yeah. I agree. Okay. Janine, question for you. So, um, would you would you date or, or be sexually active with a man I mean, if he's yeah, explored his sexuality not? and been with other men? 
I mean, because I am sexually attracted to men. I'm not. Their sexual attraction to men doesn't really have anything to do with me if they want to have sex with me. Now, hold on. Thank you, Rodney. Okay, bet. So, build on that. If you were to say, I'm going to date this dude exclusively, not that you're in that, mo- that mode right now, but having reform your ways and say, hey, I'm monogamous now, would you then be with a dude that was hoish or whatever, for lack of better terms, and has dealt with women, and y'all make that situation together, could you feel safe in them constructions that it's going to be cool? Like, say, you and dude both hope. Y'all hold. Wait, ask that again. Y'all hold with men and women, both of y'all. If y'all got together and was okay. exclusive, could you be with the dude that hold with other dudes? Uh huh. Damn, you a whole different type of person, bro. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, like you know, I'm I'm not insecure. I'm comfortable in my own sexuality. You know, I'm I don't feel any kind of way about my sexuality if somebody else has slept with other people. Like you know, I'm confident in my. I want you to be confident in yours too. I don't want you to be performing heterosexuality for me. I don't want you to do that. But it's like, <clears throat> I don't care nothing about you sleeping with men. Do you are, Do you have any disease? No? Cool. Like, do you like me? We get along? That's that's all that matters. So, you know, if you don't care about body counts, I feel like you really shouldn't be caring who anybody slept with prior to you anyway. You know, that doesn't change the man. It doesn't make him any less of a man for sleeping with other men. Not to me, at least. Well, I mean, hey, I'm only dealing with women. If my women like women, then we got something in common. Furthermore, so I don't really. That's cool. My girl got a girlfriend. You like women? Me too. What coincidence? I no. So now I have a question. And since we're talking about um, she's got to have it earlier. So you're not threatened by a woman's bisexuality, but you feel like I should be by a man's bisexuality. So in She's Gotta Have It, I feel like they use Nola's bisexuality as a response to her heterose- her problems in her heterosexual relationships. Do you think that kind of thinking gives way to how you feel about a woman's bisexuality? Like, Do you think that women use bisexuality as a response to their heterosexual problems or the problems that they experience within their heterosexual relationships and also why aren't you threatened by a woman's bisexuality because she can leave you for a woman the same way she can leave you for another man right oh good that's a good question so two questions so with the first one i would say i don't like to deal with generalizations as a whole i feel like to generalize is to like to be to just put aside circumstances that lead people to lead things to happen. So I can say that sometimes I see how a woman's relationship with men would lead her to being either totally gay or bisexual. I could definitely see that. Whether it be the, uh, the, like a sexual relationship with men or just men in general, her, her being surrounded or her experiences with men could lead her to just be, you know, bisexual or gay. That's cool. No, I lost your boat or find your lost remote. I ain't tripping. Now, as far as um, a woman being bisexual and dealing with me, I've had girls that we had three. You know what I'm saying? It's cool. I ain't tripping. Now, I'm always, I'm my daddy's son, but he always told me if somebody leave you, don't run behind them. Let them go because they left you for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Like, so 
they can make that decision. If she make that decision to leave me for a man, that's cool. She make the decision to leave me for a woman. That's cool. Do your thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna feel more away or feel less of a man because a woman left me for a woman. Because she left me for what I'm not. A woman. I'm not a woman. She's attracted to this woman. She feels this way with this woman because she's a woman. She left me for a woman. Now, on the flip side, if my girl left me for a dyke or a stud, I'm like, okay, so I would I would have to be a hundred percent sure it's not because of the sex, because she's using the same extremity, a, a version of the extremity I'm using. So it has to be something that's woman on woman. Because I'm I'm not gonna accept the fact she whipping out this 20-inch thing or something uh, like something with extra, like whatever. I'm not gonna that that part of it's not going to even be. I'm not even accepting that. I'm accepting. Okay, what if I stroke better? A stroke better. First of all, I find that you know I'm not even going to bring that in. I'm not even going to bring that into that. I just feel like if it floats her boat, she go over there and sell on that motherfucker. It's cool. Go do your thing. It's cool. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. So to our last point, that was a nice little. Jenny, how you feel about what he said? Uh, Wait, it's our last point. I guess, I know I got like, you know. Sure. If that's how you feel. I, don't, I didn't give you the answer I wanted. Uh, uh, like, was you looking for a particular thing? No, give me the, give me the answer you wanted then. Shoot, don't, don't hold back on me now. I mean, I, I mean, that was, first of all, I ain't never held back from a woman in my life. One. Two. <laughs> it's like, I feel like that's how, that's how it is. Like, if a woman leave me for a woman, then she really wanted to be with a woman. Whether she got a fake pee or she just straight up like a little like a straight up woman and they having straight up scissor sex, that's cool. Do your thing. You know what I'm saying? I just hope that you get a rash when y'all all that friction between legs causes some type of a regular rash that is not curable with regular stuff. They gotta go to ultra or whatever that place is and go get that thing handled. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel away. That was that was a, that was a joke. That was a joke. <laughs> but you don't feel away. You wouldn't feel away. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, uh, LOL. Wishing a rage. Okay, quick, quick follow up. So, why would you feel the way about a stud or a dyke, though? Because you're like, oh yeah, if she left me for like a regular woman, also BT dubs, studs and dykes are women. But um, I, I mean, I mean, I'm regular. When I when I say about, I'm, they are women. What I meant by that was in the sense of the word regular not coming with an attachment you know what i'm saying you're talking about a film yeah film. i feel you I not coming with about. uh you know uh this is not buzz Lightyear coming with an extra toy that he got in the package like but films use straps too now oh i know you know what i'm saying it happens but mm-hmm. if you leave me for, if y'all not having straight up woman sex and you <laughs> leave me for something that don't flex either flex is really really a lot and it don't be hard at the same time or it's either firm and battery operated. Because I, I give foot warmth. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's warmth. You know, it's blood that get that thing on. You feel me? So. Oh, my God. But you think you couldn't compete with battery operated dick? Like, for real? I know. I definitely, I've definitely won many battles between battery operated pain. Let's, let's get that straight. I won battery. Gas yourself No, I'm just up. like, you know, like, but I, Mel, get your girl. I will show evidence. I always show evidence. Get your girl. And look, I don't need evidence or please. I'm just saying, I can always prove whatever I say. But I would very saying, much like, like to be excluded from this narrative. It's, it's okay, it's what you like. Like I like on a palm, sweet tea, lemonade. Some people don't. If you like, say, if you find a come something that you feel like is better than me, go ahead, do your thing. I'm not gonna feel away, especially if it's a woman, and especially 
if she can around something, she bought from the stove. It's cool. I just, I just, I just like, okay, that's cool. Okay. Um, okay. So yes or no question. Keep it quick. Cause we got to wrap up. Um, do you think that you can be like reformed? Do you think, well, I guess we kind of already asked this, huh? If y'all can settle down and stuff. Oh, homies can I don't absolutely be deleted if you want to delete it. If you like, you know what? I'm not with this whole shit no more. <laughs> you can't, Tama, Tama, you can't backspace your history. This is not alt control delete. You cannot do that. Like, your history is your history. <laughs> as soon as, right, it's gone, just like that. And then boom, it's gone. It's a, it's a PDF form for that as well. Uh, we'll you be know, sending that out delete. to the listeners. Yes, I can. Oh, so white people reimagine history all the time. Delete, I can delete. Do delete. delete. Okay, look. <laughs> no, they're still wrong. It's still wrong. Like, they, even if they do it, it's still book. wrong. I don't care okay. what's in history book. It's wrong. Like, I'm, Hold up, blow your voice. Who you yelling at? Sorry, Calm down. Look, I wasn't yelling at you. Thank you. I'm just saying. My voice rose because of excitement. You know what I'm saying? I was excited when you said that. But, it, it, you know, it can't be really deleted. It is what it is. You know, you can either get for that information or you can deny it. Okay. It's still going to be up. Nah, you can mix my guts up today. And I'm like, what? Who? Tomorrow? I don't know. Nah. nah. N- don't know him. Never. I've never seen that person a day in my life. I don't even know that, man. Mix your guts up. She said, mix your guts up. No, that should be on the shirt. Let me mix your guts up. That's horrible. Let me even stop playing. Okay. To conclude, this was tons of fun. Uh, I had fun. I don't know about y'all. <laughs> Ryan, keep me in your prayers, please. Um, to conclude, bonnet <laughs> wisdom. Yeah, uh, definitely. Bonnet <laughs> wisdom for this week is oh, leave, I'm going live to your life. Sue is uh, unisex in this case. Live your life and just be safe, clearly. Um, and just be ready for whatever consequences. If you're going to be hurt about it, then sis, be hurt. And just take that L if you have to, but take that L silently. Don't bring it to the TL. Rodney, do you have any reflections? Uh, yeah, so I, I took a trip this past weekend to New York to meet up with my LBs before Founders Day. And, um, you know, I just encourage everybody, you know, stay connected with, with uh, you know, people that you care about and make an effort to go see one another. And, um, you know, make time for rest, but not too much. I think it, you know, I've learned this year that it is important to to take breaks to recharge so you can step back and be appreciative and, and then come back, you know, recharged and ready to be hungrier than ever. So that's my reflections this week, guys. Um gotta thank our guests. Oh yeah, happy Father's Day. I mean happy Founders Day. I said Father's Day. Wow, happy Founders Day, dog. That's what they've been saying today anyway. <laughs> I can't. Same thing. <laughs> Same thing. Right. Yeah. Neither can I. Oh, yeah, because they are the first. I, I, my bad. Yeah, that is funny. <laughs> yeah, I think this was a, this was a very, wow. Wow. I'm so, Janine, I'm so, so sorry. Like, well, you got to get the name right when you pray for her, too. Like, you got to get, because God not going right. to know who you're praying for. I know a Janine. You should be embarrassed. I'm actually really, I'm actually really embarrassed <laughs> because that's the second time I did it. I should know better at this point. Lord. But hmm. you should. I so wait, hold on, one quick thing. I just want to know if I can tie in one of y'all previous episodes. Well, uh, this one, since this is supposed to be the freak episode, can I do that real quick? So y'all had a, a episode tie- about keep that same energy. Tie- I would, I would oh, like to add wow. in a a quick one. Yeah. 
Go ahead, Telling me you a freak. Keep that same energy when somebody stick that finger around to rub that booty hole like a wine glass. Okay. Keep that same energy. Bless us. Amen. So, you know what? You know what? We're not even going to talk about that. Let's let, Rodney, let that go. Let it go. Let it happen. Just let it gloss up. Man, look. I don't even think like no, I'm going to be around. Wow. Uh, bye, y'all. Bye. Just bye. <laughs>